Mark 12. Jesus began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a pit for the winepress, built a tower, rented it out to a farmer, and went away to another country. When it was time for the harvest, he sent a servant to the farmer to get his share of the fruit of the vineyard. They took him, beat him, and sent him away empty-handed. Again, he sent another servant to them, and they threw stones at him, wounded him in the head, and sent him away badly treated. Again, he sent another, and they killed him, and many others, beating some and killing some. So still having one, his greatly loved son, he sent to them last, saying, They will respect my son. But those farmers said among themselves, This is the heir. Come on, let's kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. They took him, killed him, and threw his body out of the vineyard. So what will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and destroy the farmers and will give the vineyard to others. Haven't you even read this scripture from the Psalms? The stone which the builders rejected was made the cornerstone. This was from the Lord. It is marvelous in our eyes. They wanted to grab Jesus, but they feared the crowd, for they knew that he spoke the parable against them. They left him and went away. They sent some of the Pharisees and the Herodians to him so that they might trap him with his words. When they came to him, they asked him, Teacher, we know that you are honest and don't submit to anyone, for you don't show favoritism, but truly teach the way of God. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar or not? Should we give or not? But Jesus, knowing their hypocrisy, said to them, Why do you test me? Bring me a denarius, a coin, so that I may see it. They brought it. He asked them, Whose image and inscription is on this? They answered him, Caesar's. Jesus said, Give to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and give to God the things that are God's. They were greatly amazed by him. Some Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to him. They asked him, Teacher, Moses commanded us, If a man's brother dies and leaves a wife behind and has no children, that his brother should take his wife and raise up his children for his brother. There were seven brothers. The first took a wife and died, leaving no children. The second took her and died, also without leaving any children. The third, likewise. And all seven took her, died, and left no children. Last of all, the woman also died. In the resurrection, when they rise, whose wife will she be? For all seven had her as a wife. Jesus answered them, Isn't this because you are mistaken, not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God? For when they will rise from the dead, they will neither marry nor are they given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. But about the dead, they are raised. Haven't you read in the book of Moses about the bush, how God spoke to him, saying, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, as it says in Exodus. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. You are badly mistaken. One of the teachers of the law came and heard them questioning, and knowing that Jesus had answered them well, asked him, Which commandment is the greatest of all? Jesus answered, The greatest is, Hear Israel, the Lord our God is one. You are to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength, as it says in Deuteronomy. This is the first commandment. The second is like this. You shall love your neighbor as yourself, as it says in Leviticus. There is no other commandment greater than these. The teacher said to him, Truly, teacher, you have said it well, that he is one, and there is none other but him. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding, with all the soul and with all the strength, and to love his neighbor as himself, is more important than the whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he had answered wisely, he said to him, 
you are not far from God's kingdom. No one dared ask him any questions after that. Jesus responded as he taught in the temple, How is it that the teachers of the law say the Christ is the son of David? For David himself said in the Holy Spirit, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies the footstool of your feet, as it says in the Psalms. So David himself calls him Lord. How can he be his son? The crowd gladly listened to him. In his teaching, he said to them, Beware the teachers of the law, who like to walk in long robes and to get greetings in the marketplaces, and have the best seats in the synagogues and the best places at feasts, those who devour widows' houses, and for a show make long prayers. These will receive greater condemnation. Jesus sat down across from the treasury and saw how the crowd put money into the treasury. Many who are rich put in much. A poor widow came, and she put in two small brass coins worth less than a penny. He called his disciples over and said, Most certainly I tell you, this poor widow gave more than all the others who are giving. They all gave out of their abundance, but she gave out of her poverty all that she had to live on.